What's going on, my friends? It's the 20th of May, 2019. So, I think I have an interesting topic of discussion for this afternoon as I head back to the office. Had a nice weekend, first of all. It was freaking beautiful, perfect weather. Exactly what we're all looking for. Had some thunderstorms, I think, Saturday night and then last night. But beautiful freaking 80 degree 80 ish degree weather nice breezes uh, especially yesterday my son had a double header football flag football game and let me tell you it was awesome had a nice spot in the shade just watched my boy out there playing wasn't too hot for the athletes it was a nice afternoon So, I hope everybody else had a, had a good weekend as well. Okay, so, topic of discussion is, um, I had a patient ask me this morning what I thought of uh, Donald Trump was talking about pardoning certain, uh, af- uh, not athletes, pardoning certain friggin' uh, military members for war crimes. They were accused of war crimes. I don't know the specific members that he's talking about pardoning. There was, did feature this one particular Navy SEAL who, uh, I guess his, his buddies, his, his team members, his subordinates had observed this chief while serving in Iraq do some pretty crazy fucking shit. Like he stabbed this kid, said he stabbed this kid with a hunting knife and there's like a 15 year old, uh, captive, so he was a prisoner, somebody potentially could do Americans harm, but the kid was injured, and they brought him in, the medics were working on him, and this guy stabbed him a bunch of times in the neck, and then in the chest, and presumably killed him, and then he would also spend a lot of time up in these towers, sniper towers, instead of training and planning missions and stuff, he liked to pick off like to pick off enemy soldiers, and supposedly it picked off some people that were of questionable, um, you know, questionable whether or not they were combatants or not. Now, this is very difficult stuff to determine sometimes, sensitive information, um, you know, who was there, who watched it, who's saying things, who's not saying anything, who even observed it. Uh, I will say that, you know, I was no freaking special ops guy and I didn't even serve in combat, but when shit starts, when the subordinates start to, uh, multiple subordinates report that you've been up to no good, it's something probably happened, at least warranting an investigation. Sounds like as typical, you know, the brotherhood thing, um, ensured that a lot of this stuff was swept under the rug. And listen, war is hell. I know that if, when I served, had we gone to combat, and if our guys, God forbid, had, you know, we su- suffered casualties, we would kill everything and everybody. <laughs> you know, it's just like the shit hits the fan, and all of a sudden it's okay to kill. Um, there's people who, um, at every level of the chain of command, get frustrated with the process. Let's say some an IED blows up, a convoy is... Uh, attacked, ambushed, or whatever, and people are killed. 
you know, the natural response is to destroy everything and everybody in around that area and then take revenge when you can. We do it, the enemy does it, war is hell, but I believe, I think some of these stories of uh, war crimes are absolutely credible. The Marine snipers that pissed on the on the dead Taliban guys, that was fucked up too. You know, it's, does shit like that happen? Yes, do you, you know, would I ever do it? No. But, um, you know, we hate the enemy. The enemy hates us, and, and we're, um, everything's on video. Everything's got multimedia coverage at this point, right? So, um, what do I think about this? The president's a horse's ass, and I don't know why, what the criteria were that justified giving uh, Tiger Woods a presidential medal of freedom. Is that what he did? I don't understand that. I, I would think if I was Tiger Woods, I don't know what type of character he is. He seemed like a nice enough guy, although he's made some mistakes. We're all sinners. I'd probably say, hey, President, Mr. President, I really appreciate it. Um, but no, you know, once you give that to somebody a little bit more deserving, I don't know if I would have accepted it. Unless there's something I'm missing that's completely possible. As far as him pardoning people uh, from the people who were ran his campaign and he questions of whether or not he's going to pardon this guy or that guy or, you know, this military member. Well, you know, of course, we're all on the, the U.S. side of the battle, right? We all remember 9-11, right? So I'm glad that there are people out there like Navy SEALs and Green Berets and uh, servicemen and women of all stripes, of every stripe, who are guarding us, fighting them there so we don't have to fight here, all that shit. Fucking some warriors out there. But let me tell you, bad things happen in these situations. And... If you freaking shot some little girl or something walking along a, a riverbed, or you shot some uh, another account, the seal shot a, through a girl that to get the man who was carrying her. You know, like there's a lot of real shady shit that uh, happens when you have the power of pulling that trigger. Other accounts that he would pull onto this bridge with a, a heavy armament and open up and just fire indiscriminately and shoot this rock till subordinates to shoot this rocket into into this building or whatever. You know, if your fellow SEALs are willing to sell you out as as um, tight knit a group as they are <clears throat> and as devoted to one another that they are, this guy was going overboard. He was taking it entirely too far, right? I think that there's in all possibility that happened. So, uh, extrapolating, you know, the, the thing is now, about military, about warfare, about combat, um, I don't know who I blame. I, I brought up to the, my friend who asked this question, what about this pardon, potentially? I said, well, what about, uh, you know, that presidents that you know, we as taxpayers, that, that President Obama and other presidents had seen, seen it fit to uh, 
let all kinds of drone bombs be dropped, not indiscriminately, but with known um, what is the phrase uh, casualties, other than non-combatant casualties. They know that that shit happened. They know that we fucking killed a lot of people and maimed a lot of people in these countries and happening right now in various countries. There's all kinds of special ops type shit going on and bombs blowing people up from fucking drones. And, you know, I'm glad that we have these technologies, but with a, you know, big power comes big responsibility. And, you know... President Obama, who the liberals, which I'm one, you know, thought very highly of in his decision making and his intelligence and his morality, he authorized these drones to drop all these fucking bombs on people. Do we do we put that in the same category as this Navy SEAL chief uh, sniping people indiscriminately or stabbing uh, injured combatants? I think we should, you know, and the moral of the story is that war is fucking hell, and if you're going to uh, be the politician, or in a unilateral act, or if you are a congress and you decide we're going to war, man, you better be, you better stand by, because you train these fucking warriors up, with all the freaking aggression, and all, you specifically seek out young men who are drawn to this sort of thing hormonally, drawn to aggression, drawn to the fight, drawn to adventure, drawn to power, and then you train us up and give us all kinds of weaponry, and we go off and kill motherfuckers. That's what happens. This is a consequence. You know, it's kind of like all the military commanders want uh, want the Marines and fucking personnel, etc. To not go out and drink beer and fight and drive drunk and do stupid shit on the weekends. Yeah, well, good luck. Because that's what we do. We're fucking young and aggressive and horny members of the military. We want to go out there and prove ourselves. And if we don't have a combat situation to go... uh, cut loose our frustrations well then we're going to go to uh, go out in town and beat each other up and you know try to get laid it's kind of what we do and stupid things happen when we, we try to put a cap on that oh marines you better okay you train, try to train up somebody like a, a navy seal or a green beret to have that much confidence and that much power and that much um a type of action taking, and then you, you know, when they don't have something to fight, or fuck, they're going to get drunk, and they're going to do stupid shit, and they're going to pay years later, when they're just this war machine, that they don't know much else, and they might find very, very difficult to rotate back to normal life, whatever that is, you know, maybe they live a more honest life, I don't know, all I know is I served for four years in peacetime, in the Marine Corps Infantry, and I feel like I need cult deprogramming. You know what I mean? So it's an interesting conversation. 
about that pardon, etc., etc. So I'm reading a little article before I left the house for lunch, from lunch, and they got Ezekiel Elliott, a.k.a. Zeke, a power running back for the Dallas Cowboys. It's like the number two rated draft pick. You know, that's who you want on your fantasy football team. Fantasy football. It's like we're watching some, it's like we're watching gladiators in the Roman Coliseum. Who's the strongest? Who's the fastest? Who's the one that they can beat into the ground and ignores shrugs off concussions and injuries and just keeps on going? So we build this sort of mentality into this sport of football. It's a great sport. My son plays it. He loves it. And then this guy goes out, you know, to whatever, Vegas or wherever, and he's got such a high profile and he's such an athlete, and he winds up going chest to chest with some security guard. And the guy fall, barely puts any oomph into it, but he the guy winds up falling backward over a steel barricade. Well, now you're going to fucking pay for that. Or any of these athletes, when they when they get into a fight, when they're taking shots at each other at clubs, when they are um, you know, tearing bars and restaurants apart, they have trained to be the best and to be warriors, essentially, peacetime warriors, but, you know, they're gladiators. Don't wonder why a gladiator gladiates. You know, while they want to go out and freaking just destroy shit. It's what they do. Or why, you know, I love animals. I love you know, dogs of all types. But, you know, these pit bulls. Look at these fucking dogs. They're, they're like teeth, like a muscle with friggin' fangs. You know, it's not that they're bad dogs. Their owners probably are, or they're very least irresponsible if the dogs, you know, hurt somebody, but the capabilities are just so great, even if they're well-meaning. Pitbull gets in a tussle, they're going to fucking, they're going to bite you, and they're going to hold on, they're going to rip you to shreds, right? It's what they, they do best. I used to have a Mastiffs, English Mastiffs, 200-pound dog with friggin' inch-and-a-half-long teeth, canines, and one time, we were, the kids were petting on him, and he was panting in the garage on the concrete floor. And the kids were just kind of running around him and stuff and giggling, and then they were climbing on him, and he tolerated that, and then they were pulling on his legs, and then finally he didn't do shit. Then they pulled his lip up and got a little too close to him, and he just <clears throat> sat up and foul hooked this girl right underneath right on her cheek underneath her eye and so ah, the moral of the story is there are consequences there are consequences when you've got you're playing with a big dog alright a lot of freaking power a lot of muscle a lot of aggression and when we cut these animals loose in society we're taking a risk and you also have to think, you know, the end organ is the athlete or the Bergen's Navy SEAL or the super soldier or whatever the hell. The dog. That's the end organ, okay? That's where the damage is going to be done. But what starts that trouble? What? Who 
who trains that beast? Right? Who is responsible ultimately for creating that monster? It's us. It's humanity. You know? In a nutshell, I don't think that anybody... Unfortunately, what's going to happen? The Navy SEAL is probably going to do time. Lose rank, lose retirement benefits potentially. And do time. In a federal prison. Or, he'll be pardoned by, miraculously, by Donald Trump. And will that be an action of justice or, or of ignorance? Does that mean that our, our warriors can go abroad and kill indiscriminately and not be subject to the rules of war and to the laws of our societies? Maybe we become the beast if there's no justice. And that dog that foul hooks the little girl or mauls the kid or the other dog or the little old lady, that dog's going to be put to sleep. And the owners probably won't be prosecuted. And the athlete, Ezekiel Elliott, is probably going to pay a couple hundred thousand dollars for rubbing up his chest up against a guy, posturing up against some security guard in Vegas. So, that's going to be the end of it. That's the ultimate result. Heading back to the office, I hope you enjoyed this little triad. Some analogy that in there, I hope you got, picking up what I'm putting down. Have a great day, motivators. Busy afternoon for me. (laughs) 